Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Jim Chow. Jim is the head of the Global Partner Program for Google Apps, and he's responsible for the overall apps partner business and success of the 10,000-plus apps resellers worldwide. His focus is building a vibrant next-generation partner program that enables partners to build thriving businesses around Google Enterprises' cloud solutions and that further accelerates the apps business and adoption across companies of all sizes. Jim has more than 20 years in enterprise software experience across large companies and startups. For the last decade, he's focused on his passion, which is building great businesses through partners. He's managed critical strategic partnerships and ecosystems and developed partner programs and senior roles across such companies as Siebel, Hyperion, Oracle, LiveOps, and now Google. He has also been actively involved in the board of the Northern California chapter of ASAP, which is the Association of Strategic Alliance Professionals, and he's a former president of that organization. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Linda. How are you? I'm great. So glad to have you here. Uh, so, Jim, um, I'd be here too. Uh, you tell us about um, when it comes to partnering. What is the overall Google philosophy, and, and how does Google approach partnering? Absolutely. So, I can't speak for all of Google since I represent Google Enterprise only. Um, but for Google Enterprise, partners are undoubtedly a critical part of our strategy to scale our business. Um, we depend on partners everywhere in the world with their local regional understanding and with their value-added expertise around industries, around te other technologies, to bring our amazing products to every corner of the world, to companies of all sizes, small, medium, large, and to make their companies more successful and help, basically help companies work the way they live using Google's technologies. That's um, great. That sounds fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you've kind of invested in building out that strategy? What have been some of the areas that you've focused on? Sure. Um, we view partners as extensions of Google, and we've invested hugely in the four years I've been in Google Enterprise, enabling our partners with knowledge, information, tools, communication, communication channels, and interactions to get them the skills parity with their, with their Google counterparts in sales and marketing and, and other areas. So I think despite being a younger partner program, we've only been, been around five years We've actually invested hugely in partner training, things like partner university, partner portals, uh, partner content, uh, MDF uh, partner incentive programs, partner summits, partner advisory boards, and partner systems that we're continually improving. We've also made some very explicit um, business strategy decisions, um, especially not to compete with our partners in certain areas like deployment services, or advanced technical um, premium services, so so that our partners can can be the prime driving all the professional services, and we rely on our partners to offer those to our customers. And that way, we we and we that way our partners can be successful, you know, building more money and revenue off the Google opportunities. And we also invest teams of Google people just working with their deployment people, their support people, their premium services. Uh, services people 
so they can be hugely successful bringing these offerings to our customers out there. That's fantastic. So you said you've had this program for about five years, so it's, it's fairly new as we think of big programs, but certainly things have, have grown incredibly in the last five years with Google. What do you think the role has been of the channel in the enterprise area where you're in in terms of fueling growth? Yeah, I think, like I said, our, our channel partners have been a critical, huge factor in accelerating our enterprise growth and reach. And continually every year, the portion of our annual revenues and bookings is just larger and larger in a huge accelerated fashion year over year. I, I can't give you exact numbers, but absolutely channel and partners are probably the, probably the number one um, strategy in our business to really grow because we're a technology company, and we, we're not planning to hire 10, 20, 50,000 salespeople around the world. So that's why partners are a key part of us. And uh, partners not only help us scale from a sales and marketing standpoint, but they also ensure the critical day-to-day -day success of our 50 million users and 5 million companies using products like Google Apps today. Excellent. Wow. Amazing how, how this has grown in just a few years. What do you think, and you mentioned a lot of programs that you've, you've implemented in, in a very short period of time. What do you think are some of the key success factors that you have when supporting a partner ecosystem that, that's going to grow rapidly like yours has? Sure, and, and there's, nothing, there's no rocket science to this. Um, we, we, we stick with the basics, you know, just getting out there, talking to partners, surveying partners, encouraging partners to always have two-way dialogue with us on our partner portals, and really understanding their specific point of view and the changing pressures and choices that they're facing as partners, as resellers. I think especially as the new cloud world has hugely disrupted many of these traditional IT resellers and the overall kind of IT reseller ecosystem, um, you know, the stuff that worked in the past doesn't, won't work in the future and it's not working now. So just really understanding them, hearing their pains, and, and working in a genuine way to address them and show them that, hey, you know, uh, we're, we're in this with you. We're going to, you know, there, no partner program is perfect, and we have our little tactical issues too. But with them knowing that we genuinely believe in them, we view them as extensions of our employees, and we're investing in them, that really makes them successful. I think that also, I, I, I guess I just touch upon this, but the other key factor that's really different in Google compared to the many other partner programs I've been at other enterprise software companies is that, we tr really do believe in treating and investing in partners as if they are our own Google employees. If you expect them to market, sell, support, and do it in a high quality and as passionately as, as a representative of Google, um, you must invest in, in them and treat them like your own employees. So they're not your slaves at your beck and call as um, maybe some other companies see their channel partners and, and partners to be. Um, for us, they are extensions of our employees, and we need to invest and treat them like our own as much as possible. And that's great. That's great. And, and having worked with partners myself for a, a number of years in a lot of places, I've seen organizations that, that treated their partners well and organizations that, as you mentioned, kind of saw them as, as a resource to be exploited, so to speak. So it's, it's great that you're seeing them as, as part of the team. So, and, and I presume that helps create partner loyalty then. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you know, like I said, no partner program is perfect, including ourselves, and, and we have many things to improve, but, but that's what drives our kind of day-to-day -day mentality and philosophy with partners. And in terms of, you know, driving partner loyalty, 
where we do have, you know, <clears throat> three key pillars or mantras that kind of drive what we do and how we invest in them. Is that something you'd like me to go into? Absolutely. We'd love to hear about that. Sure. So I think um, the three key mantras that really drives the partner programs are, number one, healthy partner ecosystem, mm-hmm. number two, effective partners, and number three, excellent partner experience. Those are the three key mantras that, that drive a lot of the investments and the principles and things that we do that we, as we build a partner ecosystem and expand the partner business. So let me go into each one of them briefly. Okay, great. So with healthy partner ecosystem, no problem. So with healthy partner ecosystem, um, our focus is building a partner program and set of offerings for partners so they can create profitable and truly long-term thriving products, sorry, long-term thriving businesses around Google Enterprises products. You know, yes, we, we might love some short-term revenue, but we really want them to be investing around Google Enterprises products and building sustainable businesses on their side. You know, the new world of cloud with a recurring revenue model where you get small amounts of revenue and bookings at a time versus a big check up front right. absolutely makes the economics and their rewards a lot more challenging. So, so we, we absolutely keep that in mind as we think about healthy partner ecosystem. And instead of just focusing on maximizing our own revenue, if it helps or hurts the partner ecosystem, I think a lot of other enterprise software companies perhaps think that way, we're committed to driving a partner program where our partners can really build thriving businesses and build sustainable businesses. And a key part of the strategy is strategically identifying which partners can actually fit into our model and be successful partners, and maybe also having difficult conversations or conversations with partners that, who might be enthusiastic, but we truly don't don't think they're a good fit for this model, and we don't want them to see them learn and flounder and fail later. We might actually just tell them up front, hey, you're, you're, thank you, but you're not a good fit. So we'd rather we tell, tell them up front versus letting them find out later to their detriment. So that's the so you're, you're really focused on, on getting the right partners in to start with. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. that's great. And the, sec, the second key mantra is effective partners. So as I mentioned, treating our partners like our own employees and getting them so that their skill, investing in them and getting them training, tools, aids, information, insights, previews of things to come, um, so they're on skills parity or close to parity with the counterparts at Google, so we truly can view them ex- as extended employees of, and teammates at Google. And like, as mentioned, we've made huge investments in this area over the last few years, and I think in, in some ways we've actually invested in a number of places and tools and assets um, for partners that are actually better than what we provide to our own internal sales teams uh, internally sometimes. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's great. And the, and the third pillar is around excellent partner experience. We really strive to become the easiest and coolest vendor that partners can do business with. And, yes, we still have a young partner program, but we've invested hugely uh, we continue want to give, just like people love Google, going to Google search for that simplistic experience, we strive to have the same philosophy for partners. We strive to have partners join us and say, wow, that was just so easy, and it got the job done, and it was a very cool experience. And we still have you know, lots of way to go in that area, but that's what we're thinking about in terms of excellent partner experience. And internally, you know, there's a lot of, everyone knows about, 
school being a best place to work and people mm-hmm. love working here. We want to take a lot of those values, a lot of that magic that Google gives to its employees and how they're being treated and extend them out to our partners. So, you know, in terms of transparency and openness, so for instance, we encourage all our 10,000 partners through our partner portal, Google Enterprise Connect, to, to engage in these discussions and, and put up their thoughts, whether, you know, good thoughts or, you know, sometimes critical or constructive thoughts, and sometimes they're challenging conversations, but we'd rather have a very open community where they're sharing those with us and we can respond to them versus have a very closed community where they can't because I know some of the other more traditional vendors out there actually don't enable those kind of two-way dialogue features because they're afraid of what their partner ecosystem may say. For right. us, we know that diff- the conversations may be difficult sometimes, but we'd rather have that and engage in that conversation with them in a genuine and transparent way than not. And then secondly, with our you know, top partners who are really invested with us, you know, shown a lot of um, investment and experience and credibility around sales, around technical aspects and deployments, we give them lots of insights and proactive guidance and roadmaps and show them presentations that we show to our own internal employees. So we really do try to take the values of being a Google employee and translate them out to our partners. So that, that's, that's the excellent partner experience. So, so overall, those are the three things, healthy partner ecosystem, effective partners, and excellent partner experience. That's fantastic. Sounds great. Um, so let me ask you one final question. You've been in the enterprise software space for, for quite some time, and now, of course, you're, you're in the cloud. Um, and you mentioned one thing that's different in the cloud is, is obviously that we, we have these small recurring revenue as opposed to a one-time up, upfront uh, purchase. What else is different, and, and what kinds of things are, are changing that as we build partner programs uh, in this new age that, that we all need to be thinking about? Yeah, you know, I, I know you, the cloud economics is one. That one thing is different. But I, I think that it's actually a hugely, hugely different thing that I see disrupting the traditional IT reseller ecosystem more so than anything else I've seen over my 10, 20 years in the high-tech enterprise software industry. So, you know, in the past 10, 20 years, there's always, you know, changes of technology, whether you're going from uh, centralizing technology to this distributed technology through client server, then back again through uh, consolidation through internet, et cetera. There's always changing technologies. But I think with cloud, it's not only a different set of technologies, but such a huge disruption in terms of the economic model mm-hmm. and the business models that our resellers and partners need to adapt to. And, and that also trickles down to how you pay your sales reps. No longer can you pay them a big big commission check every time they close that $5 million deal. You have to figure out how to motivate them when they get a commission check for a $50 Pusa per year product. Right. And you may find out that the traditional sales reps you have who are used to those big commission checks are no longer the right set of people or no longer are, are incented in this new cloud world. Or you'll find out that the sales force that have been tr- selling your traditional IT uh, software solutions um, they really haven't embraced the cloud and can't really talk talk about the crowd the cloud credibly if they really haven't felt it themselves, used it themselves, and believed it themselves. So, a lot of these companies are finding they might need to find a different sales force where uh, people have been using Gmail and cloud applications since the fourth grade, and those are the ones who have the most credibility, you know, helping customers take that leap of faith into the cloud. So, I wouldn't I would say you know. Cloud is the main difference, but it is a huge, huge difference 
compared to anything else I've seen in many years in the IT enterprise software realm and the partner realm. That's that's great, and and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's just changed the way we we do everything from top to bottom. So. Um, yeah, and also and also, you know, in terms of, you know, a lot of a lot of the resellers and partners out there are are services oriented companies where. In the old days, if you had some enterprise software, you can, you know, you can charge money for buying the hardware, installing the software, installing the 80 bug patches, you know, setting up for yeah. load balancing, et cetera. Now it's all handled in cloud by the different vendors. So they also need to come out with a different set of services to survive and and to offer out there instead of the traditional ones. So that also disrupts disrupts them hugely. Right. And um, how do they differentiate themselves from other cloud resellers and 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 stand out from the crowd. Absolutely. Exactly. And and the other part of your question, you know, what's the same? You know, a lot of the things otherwise are still the same. There's still many, many choices that resellers and partners, uh, many choices of vendors and technologies that that resellers can choose from. There's ever changing technology. Um, same same old thing where a lot of the vendors are, are praying, hoping that their technology and te- technical and technology oriented Resellers will become master marketers and lead gen specialists and drive all this uh, partner source revenue on their own. I think you know you get small percentages of partners that do that well, but generally a lot of these traditional IT resellers are techie people that you know they they do marketing, but they never do marketing as well as all the vendors and companies hope hope they'll do and drive lots of partner source revenue. So so I think that's where that's a thing that's still the same, and you know just traditional similar issues in terms of how do we train and enable a very effective ecosystem partners all around the world in different languages with you know ever changing products and new products all the time those those aspects of the channel you know still remain the same and those so those, challenges those remain things the same. that we we've, we've been loving to do and and take care of for years we we still have to do and uh, yeah. and that I guess that keeps us a, a reason to keep us around right because we do need to train and enable them and we need to give them the marketing tools so that they can go out and and be successful Yes. Yeah, and lots of job security over there. There you go. Okay, well, thank you so much, Jim. We've been talking with Jim Chow, and Jim is the head of the Google Apps Global Partner Program. Thank you, Jim, for being here. No problem. Okay. Thanks for having me. This is Linda Popke. Until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.